this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Two Corinthians chapter four, verse fifteen. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast and the broadcast for today. I am informed that every arena of witchcraft, of false witchcraft, will be exposed really easily today. Awesome. Okay, so welcome everybody. I was just spending some time with God and my prayers and I got informed to search Jeremiah and I felt like it was like chapter 41, 40 something like that. But then it changed to specifically chapter 6 and then verse 12. And when I read it, I thought, oh, okay. And it said, and their houses shall be turned unto others with their fields and wives together. For I will stretch out my hand upon the inhabitants of the land, save the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Normally, I don't add these bits in. I'm telling you that, you know, I'm going to talk about it. Just whatever I need to say, I'm going to deal with that first. What's coming up in the spirit. And then, you know, if need be, if I feel called to a specific piece of scripture, then I'll do that as well but not as a be-all and end-all or at the forefront. I'm going to go with the Holy Spirit at the forefront. So, I thought to myself, why is this, What you know, what's sort of stemming next after this? And so I read on further is to find out the reasons and it fits in really well with today's broadcast so I thought I would add in and I got in the spirit that it was a very good idea to add it in straight away because if you listen number 13 for from the least of them even unto the greatest of them every one is given to covetousness and from the prophet even unto the priest every one dealeth falsely they have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? Nay, they were not at all ashamed, neither could they blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall. At the time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see... And ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Also I set watchmen over you, saying, Hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not hearken. Therefore hear ye, ye nations, and know, O congregation, what is among them. Hear, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. 
To what purpose cometh there to me incense from Sheba, and the sweet cane from a far country? Your burnt offerings are not acceptable, nor your sacrifice is sweet unto me. Therefore thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will lay stumbling blocks before this people, and the fathers and the sons together shall fall upon them, the neighbour and his friend shall perish. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, a people cometh from the north country, and a great nation shall be raised from the sides of the earth. They shall lay hold on bow and spear. They are cruel and have no mercy. Their voice roareth like the sea, and they ride upon horses, set in array as men for war against thee, O daughter of Zion. We have heard the fame thereof, our hands wax feeble, anguish hath taken hold of us, and pain as of a woman in travail. Go not forth into the field, nor walk by the way, for the sword of the enemy and fear is on every side. O daughter of my people, gird thee with sackcloth, and wallow thyself in ashes. Make thee mourning as far an only son, most bitter lamentation, for the spoiler shall suddenly come upon us. I have set thee for a tower and a fortress among my people, that thou mayest know and try their way. They are all grievous revolters, walking with slanders. They are brass and iron. They are all corruptors. The bellows are burned, the lead is consumed of the fire, the founder melteth in vain, for the wicked are not plucked away. Reprobate silver shall men call them, because the Lord hath rejected them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I was concerned there, I must admit, I was concerned when I heard about the prophet part, because obviously... Being a priestess, a prophetess and a queen chosen by God until, um, you know, I, I thought thought it through and I, I thought, oh my gosh, right, okay. I could see there are areas that we all have to improve on, upon. Yeah, perhaps. But I know this part is for me. I have set thee for a tower and a fortress among my people. Thou mayest know and try their way. Okay. All right. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast, everybody. And our broadcast for today, this is for Monday the 19th of September 2022. All right, let's get started. Okay, I felt in the Holy Spirit to speak about, and this came up, film stars and crew members. Ooh. Okay, so 
many people can get sucked in to what happens when they see something perhaps online or when they read something in a newspaper or when they see like a film, anything that's televisual. It has the ability to program different people. And so our film, our film industry, our TV, televisual industry around the world can have the power to impact very vulnerable people. This is true. So it is my job to ensure that vulnerable people aren't taken over by such things. It's a type of a virus almost. When you think of like a computer virus or something going viral, some people can think that's really great if that goes viral. Like you did a dance. It's an amazing dance. Now everybody's doing that all around the world. These are the positive things um, about the tele, visual or even like radio or whatever. These things can go out there and they can go all around the world really quickly and they can bring people together, it can be positives out of some things. However... If that distracts you from your role that you have in that moment or something, it can be pretty annoying, but it's not the worst. Now, an entire institution or entire thing or um, an idea set up by a group of people, you know, even like, um, let's say, uh, characters on set put on screen, some people can actually end up thinking that certain things are just so true when they're really not and all of a sudden you've got something that is not really the reality of the narrative and the more and more it leads away or leads astray those from what is uh, those from doing what is right and putting <clears throat> you know their their understanding of what they're doing in their own life who they are as a person and where their life is going and what direction it's going when that type of thing distracts people that's really dangerous because all of a sudden if that particular element that's been shown on television or whatever ends up in something that can lead people astray um, and can actually cause them detriment the more and more it kind of gets its hooks in in certain ways and which is a satanic thing to try and get people to do certain things that are really perhaps very, very wrong. But if people don't have a sure standing or sure footing in God and knowing who they are and what they're doing in life and what's actually really real in life as opposed to what's not real, they can quickly, it's almost like being dismembered, but they can quickly become not themselves and taken away from their actual role, <clears throat> taken away from what's really meant for them in their life and doing the will of God and actually having the blessings that are meant to be on their life. Now, <clears throat> for example, um, when people are led to idolise anything too much, uh, let's say, um, and they're kind of put into the old system or the old order, which is you know, get tons and tons of kind of false prophets and tons and tons of false ways and tick boxes and all the rest of it. All that hooking into is quite usually linked up to a tie and reward scheme. Uh, <clears throat> and don't get me wrong, there can be good versions of this and there can be bad versions of this. The bad version is when it seeks to take away your soul and destroy you bit by bit by bit. 
through making you go after other idols bit by bit by bit, whether that's money, whether that's a pre- um a pretend institution or whatever it is, and bit by bit it steals your soul because you're running after idols instead of putting your own place in possession, what God wants for you, and then getting the actual proper blessings before you know it, you're going through some perhaps disease, some really terrible um, financial loss or situation because deep within you, you know that it's wrong, right? <clears throat> and when you know that it's wrong, you're going to find that you have a tension between meeting the old establishment order and what those tick boxes are for what you think that you need and get the word think being operative, what you think you need in life and actually getting it um, and then doing what's actually right, what you're really meant to be doing. So you can see how people fall away in the old order of things because of idols, but deep within themselves, when they know that it's not right, they can always fulfill what they're needed with that tick box system because it becomes detrimental to their inner being and somewhere God is shouting upon them to stop and to change and to make that change right now. But because they're so ingrained in the old order and putting other idols first, it's like an attachment. They want to like cling on and cling on. And meanwhile, it's almost like I saw this horrible thing. It was like cicadas. i never seen anything like it in my life, but it was like they were being eaten from the inside out. And that is what I think is happening to a lot of people that are falling for things that they're maybe seeing online or like on the TV or whatever. And I think it is just the most disgusting, devouring, oh, I want to say Hellenist, hellish, Hellenistic type of situation ever. Now, Hellenistic is when you like put, I mean, come on, um, that's even when they put like the ideology of like how you were going to like look and, you know, athleticism and sports and all that first as well. We need to be careful with that <clears throat> as well. There's always that importance, especially when we come from this end point or you know, talking about the rugby and all that kind of thing. We can never put that above God. And I'm thankful to say that we've got people that are um, grounded in God and developing all the time. There's actually um, some great players that are really, really like up on this, like their family's really up on this as well. Perhaps there there is developments like all of us need to go through some sort of development as a human. They, they need to do that too, but they are really um, dedicated and trying their best. So I just want to put that out there. Thankfully, we do have that. Not all um, clubs are going to have that or not all people in different sports arenas are going to have that but a lot of people that do you know they're they're putting their priority first and they're doing the right thing they're not letting like their sport or some other ideology or form of ideology consume them so that's important as well I mean so so very important but getting back to the cicadas it is just so disgusting it's almost like a fungus it's like eats people um alive from the inside out or the outside in rather and then vice versa and all that it was just disgusting I'm getting visions of it just now it's horrible and that's what I link to to this that's happening to people it's such a shame because it's like they're putting something that is like killing them in every shape and form of the way now there's two different aspects there's like the one aspect as I say being in that way like um bound by the law and not having any grace not having any mercy which 
could be so difficult for people. That's why Jesus came, because it's almost impossible to tick every box. Now, people shouldn't be going and sinning in purpose to gain grace. That's not how it goes. That's not how it works. But when people get themselves into situations unintentionally or that outside like evil sort of like form of institution that others maybe idolize becomes like a monster in and of itself that can kind of be like weighing things in the balance and it's like okay or not weighing things in the balance, but part of your balancing act and I don't mean me but I know that a lot of you out there may have gone through that and so it is just such a detriment to so many different people because you can never ever achieve what you know you would like to achieve um you just can't following your idolatry and these kind of different ways you're not going to achieve it you need to understand god and the grace and the love and the mercy that god has for you in order to be able to break free from that type and form of idolatry now i'm not saying that different kind of um you know, things that we have outside of ourselves aren't worthy and worthwhile. There are great levels of worth and worthwhile in the world around us and what we do create. But it is always about that balance and getting it right. Now, I'm recording this on Friday the 16th. I usually always like to say when I'm recording things on. This is Friday the 16th of September 2022. And I'm going to continue on, God willing, to be making... um many different types of broadcasts um, for the entirety of September. We'll see how I go on with that. But a lot of the time what you're going to hear now, instead of me looking at scripture, what was happening was is that even though I come from a place of grace and then, you know, Bible and all the rest of it and scripture and church, um, but always having that grace and knowing God through the spirit first, a lot of people don't have that. So a lot of people go to the scripture and learn by rote. And so you'll have found that the beginning of our um, broadcasts did heavily um, do that because we're looking at a way to try and get people out of that. So it's kind of like a net. So that should have caught quite a lot of different people that are ingrained in that type of lifestyle and should be helping them out. Now, it goes through the different stages. It's gone from that, from the actual Bible scripture, to then, you know, having a... A particular scripture just in my mind that would come to my mind through the Holy Spirit and then going to it from there and now I am just speaking out and speaking forward what needs to be done so that is the main thing um that I would ask folk to do is <clears throat> walk forward putting God at the forefront of your mind prayer throughout the day now, many of us, we do, we like the televisuals or we like to see what's on the outside. We see adverts, advertising all around us, all the rest of it. And that is funny and it can be really good as well. And it can be very helpful. But the important thing is to set off each day, starting with prayer in mind and getting centred with God as to where the next steps are for you to take. Instead of getting led now I'm going to go to um, film stars and crew members okay film stars and crew members okay so there 
are people that are involved in the film industry. And the thing is, <clears throat> again, if this becomes idolatry, it can quickly become satanic. You've heard this before. Oh, the film industry is this, the music industry satanic, everything's satanic. Um, because it's not putting God first. Yes, where that happens, that is really detrimental to the folk that are involved in it as well, look extremely. Um, but where there is that presence of understanding and placing God first, then obviously things can flow quite well within the film industry and for different crew members, cast, film stars, etc., if they put their faith first, it can really help anchor them and save them um, from getting too carried away. Because if you think about it, once you get into character, once you get into like a role, or even if you watch that, it can quickly consume. So again, it can be like a form of ideology if you're not careful. It's so important to understand that. With regards to um, what's going on and then like following along, if you are following along with some of the different things that are going on in the outside world or that have been presented through film and media that aren't true. If you're getting carried away within that story then and then you're presenting that, I'd like to ask you to stop in your tracks and to consider the fact that what you might be doing might be treasonous in some way, shape or form, especially to our King Jesus Christ. And understand that there are severe consequences for that and it's not because God is a bad God that wants to punish people but it's because of your own each of us have our own responsibilities to how we decide to take our lives forward a responsibility in how we are going to set off I had a really really um heated discussion um this morning where I was really righteously again righteously angry about my mum who I'm trying to help. Um, we have two very, very different ways of of understanding of living. Um, I have God very deeply. My mum doesn't. Um, all throughout my life, there's been a form of, I feel jealousy put on me from her. It's almost like Cinderella. Um, I feel like Cinderella, but I do not, like, I push back on that. I'm not like the Cinderella of the story. Like, I actually push back on it um, quite often. But it's almost like the cleaning, the tidying, everything and all the sufferings kind of left to me. And my dad says, oh, you look after your mum, he's gone. And so I have to try and do that. But meanwhile, I'm dealing with all the shizak that they have put on me. Now, there's a lot of things that do work, but a lot of it is manipulative or uh, trying to be manipulative towards me. And they idolise or they have idolised false representatives in the kingdom instead of that. And what they've got is a hell of a lot of punishment on their backside as a result because God's like, you haven't listened to my real sovereign. Boomf, boomf, boomf. And it keeps hitting them, keeps hitting her and others like a ton of bricks. But it's because of their own um, behaviour. Uh, I'm going to tell you this now, like, um, I've had two, as I say, you've, you've heard about this, I've had two lots of different people come to me, I've had people that are um, from the from a certain institution come to me talking about how they were involved in different things um, in Ireland and all the rest of it um, with the British Army. Then I've had the opposite side. I've had those with a support to Ireland 
um, or a supposed support, what they think is support anyway, then speaking to me as well. So both sides have been coming to me um, as I had informed. Um, and then um, actually the other, the opposite side saying, have you heard about this? And then talking about that actual time now, I'm like, yes, in fact, you know, um, this person has come to me that was there at that time during these things. So, yeah. Um, but there's only a certain amount. Now, any case, when I was young, growing up, I still remember to this day all the kind of like um, the things that would be sung. Now, this isn't through my father or on the request by my father, but I think he must have been out on the boats. So it just shows you he was out doing his thing for our family and for all the community, making sure everybody was fed, taking people no matter what their religion, colour, creed, um, social class, anything, economic status, no matter what, from the richest to the poorest, from people that were in huge grand houses, all the way to those who were actually homeless and he gave them a job and food to eat and things like that and brought them in to the mix and kept them. I've never seen a greater king in my entire life. He was God incarnate for me. He is the first experience of God in this life and I've never known anyone quite like him apart from I've taken that through my own life because it's just natural for me to do. But there's no one like him. There is no one like him. And so father always comes first and that's the difficulty because he was so great. I'm having to put up with people that he put up with that he should never have had to put up with they would sing the billy boy song in front of me in their groups and talk about how they're up to you know what that gets sung to me time time again um and it had never been like taught to me to sing or never like you know really been that bothered or whatever but again, you can understand it. Although that was being sung to me, that was by like little boys. How much did they really understand of what they were singing? And that's been infiltrated into their lives, into their systems. Now, one of them does have mental difficulties and he does kind of carry forward quite a lot of it. You know, you'll see him wearing his orange jacket or whatever out and about walking around with this, you know, he really, really like got it into his brain. He's got quite a lot of mental and like physical difficulties though. So, and when he, I first like showed him like Ireland playing rugby, he was like, Ireland have their own team. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. I'm like one of the best in the world, obviously, as you know, uh, folks that are coming to this, right? And he was like, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say one thing or the other with what's, you know, what's to do with that. But that is the British and Irish line. So there is that understanding thereof. Um, compatibility somewhere in the middle and people working things out but the point that I'm making is is that when some overdo it like on one particular side and they don't understand where it's coming from thankfully I've never done that never and that's why obviously I'm chosen because I've, I've had the spirit of God within me to understand beyond these things um, so I had to, I had to listen to all that nonsense when I was little, but you can think as well that when they're going around singing that in front of little ones, it's also putting perhaps a fear, thankfully it didn't put any fear into me, 
but it might actually do that to other like children that are around about hearing that. It's really abusive, to be honest with you. It's really abusive towards children. Should actually perhaps carry some severe consequences if they've been exposed to that. Not good at all. Um, but I had said that pretty much today when my mum was getting hit with um, bills and things. I said, listen, you have idolised a whole group of folk instead of putting God first, instead of understanding that, you know, that I'm chosen and putting God first as well. Like instead, you didn't do that. I said, yes, you didn't. That's the reason why you are going through what you're going through. Now, I'm not saying that everyone going through this is doing that. I know there are people that will be lifted out of those problems if they keep just one step in front of the other with regards to putting God first. I know that will help. There's some of the people that don't deserve that at all. But, and I'm not saying she was a huge idolater. I'm not. But just even see like an inch of going crazy over these things out of your own jealousy against God or who God has really chosen. Like that amount of jealousy switching you over to idolise so much out of your own jealousy is going to smack you right back in the backside. It's going to smack you down. And that is what she's experiencing. And so, I mean, I it's freezing today and I literally put on the heating. I've also got things that I'm drying. Like I'd done some um, some washing for for some folk. And I got all this abuse just for putting on the heating because of the the way that the bills are at, at the moment. Um, that's because she doesn't know how to build. She's not building with God. And she doesn't know what she's doing there. And okay, I'm not saying that every single person that's building with God is going to have huge amounts of money or be able to do this, that and the next things. There are different things that people prioritise. But if she's not even prioritising God and then letting all these things happen, letting the outside world dictate rather than putting God first, it's becoming overemphasised. And she's building her own hell by making a God of the world. She's making the world a God and all the things there in it, as opposed to actually making God the God, listening to God and going from the inside, um, in her core and then out with. And it's so unfortunate. I'm the one that has to suffer it. So yeah, I did have righteous disagreement about that as well. And I just give it right back. I'm like, no, this is why this is happening to you. But how many times do you say it before someone realises, will she ever be a believer? And right now, I would say... Um, <clears throat> I'd say, I'm not going to say where she's, she's put herself into a location. She's chosen a location that's typically one way, but she's not, <clears throat> she's not in alignment with that way. <laughs> mm. Now I'm in between, as I say, obviously, like I understand the entire picture but I have that basis of the faith to carry me through and I understand that community that's the community that I've always known I've always known God so whereas mum doesn't but she's put herself in a community 
they are not going to understand her and she's not going to understand them and that is like crazy as well so I'm having to pick up the pieces all the time with that too um and I'm you know I'm fighting for that that's the reason um because she needs to make that change in order to be able to put God first for things to start going right for her and for her to be in the right mindset with regards to the community as well <laughs> she's in God help us eh so vitally important that we do that and that God is placed first. So that's what Jesus did when Jesus came to, to help. Um, before he ascended, obviously, he did all of that. And now we have the gift of that spirit or people um, some people have the gift of that spirit, whereas, of course, there's a, a great deal, a number of people that don't. So vitally important, film stars, crew members, people like that, get their bearings and get things right with regards to what's right to do from the Holy Spirit. Not to get too sucked in as well. Important as well for other people to understand and to, to teach other children that's what's on TV, but that's not necessarily what's actually reality. Um, or what's happening, not to get sucked in so that they're not losing their lives and their souls and ending up in a great form of purgatory here live on earth, which is like, or even hell on earth, which will like drive them in to and through. Is one of my friends actually, or somebody that uh, I knew of uh, before, a rat race, I never quite understood what the heck she was talking about. But that's what she was talking about. It probably was that form of idolatry. Um, she ended up going into the services, actually. She went into the Navy um, young. So there was quite a bit of idolatry. Again, I think probably a lot of jealousy toward me. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. A lot of jealousy towards me that I would see coming up. But I always cared for her no matter what, okay? But it shows more and more now. It's just I'm becoming more aware of what has been going on in her life and the way that she's maybe thought about me all these years. And then, like, understanding, oh, that's why she went absolutely script on that night. We were all out and smashed a glass and then ran off. It was because she was jealous of me. When I'm thinking pure, like, Jesus sits thinking pure with everybody. Like, I just want everybody to be happy kind of thing. Meanwhile, she had the devil. So... Um, it's one of these situations, Some, you know, some of us that have the Holy Spirit, we're so pure and clean, we don't know the wrath other folk are going through, the jealousy that they feel towards us because we've got the Holy Spirit and because we're doing the right things. When it's them and it's their fault for not having chosen the right, okay, they've chosen the wrong, so they're getting to experience all the wrath, the jealousy, the anger, the disappointment, and they go in a downward spiral. She was getting to the point where she was almost suicidal. I could never understand it. I couldn't comprehend what in God's damn name was going on. But obviously she was possessed, demonic, possessed. And it got to the point where she was in the Navy. Was that, she was that jealous she went into the British Army. So jealous. Um, and she tried to come out by committing or trying attempting to commit suicide, overdosing to get herself out was the only way. Um, and some people think, oh, getting out by dying, of course you don't. Um, but no, like, I always thought that meant, like, she thought that it would, it would fail and she would get, um, 
rejected from the army kind of thing. But there you go. She actually told me that when she did try uh, to do that, that she experienced real life hell. She went to hell. She could see demons and everything. So she knows herself. She's actually experienced hell through doing that, through trying to take her life. I thank to God that I've never experienced anything like that. I never want to. I never want to feel that way. I've never felt that way in my life. I've never felt depression. I've always, I felt sad or upset, but I thank God I have always had the Holy Spirit really strong to the core as much as possible that I've never felt that way. And I just pray for people that could be going through that. But that's what happens when you choose the wrong, when you choose, <clears throat> when you choose something else other than God. That is a possibility that these things can happen. It's just such a shame. Be very, very careful, folks. Okay, so that's that's how dangerous it is. Um, okay, and so that's why we're talking about it today, because I care um, deeply, especially about close members or the closest members of my family and other people that could go through that. So film stars and crew members, when you're doing things, think to yourself, okay, I know this is kind of make-believe and you can kind of get away with some things, but what kind of things should you perhaps not be building on? What kind of things should you not be doing? Are you um, portraying the, the actual... Are you portraying the actual death of uh sovereign through role play and do you realize that in reality with real sovereignty that is god god jesus christ is the risen and resurrected so a sovereign despite what things may appear like as every other person goes on to goes on to resurrect are you doing something that's there for treasonous to actually even imagine the death of a sovereign is deeply treasonous because not only is it treasonous to them, but it's treasonous to your own soul because you're dying with that because you have failed to recognise Jesus Christ that is the ultimate sovereign that then therefore has risen. So it's given you no hope for your own life. If you start to get into that role play, <clears throat> It's very dangerous and very, it can be very serious. It can actually draw you right in to that like, form of thinking. If anyone is an actor in film industry, you'll know what I'm talking about, about getting drawn into a character or whatever. But if you're portraying that, also think, are you leading others astray? Because it says it'll be worse for them. Anyone that tries to offend one of these little ones that believe in me, if anyone leads them astray, it's going to be like, just so much worse for them it's like going to be the worst ever so we need to think about responsibility um, and how we actually tell people in the film industry how we like help them to be responsible there's some things that you just should not do or take part in and that needs to be understood as well okay so really important loads to talk about um there was actually this one particular film star and I was quite drawn to him. I thought, oh my gosh, his accent is great. The film's a bit, you know, out there. Um, 
And uh, nevertheless, his name is Aaron Johnson, but it's Aaron Taylor Johnson, as he ended up getting married to a director. I did not know this. I just had no idea. But I saw this particular video go out with him and he had his top off. So you could see his physique. He looked really strong. He looked like he was really looking um, like he was taking care of himself, all that kind of thing. Very good. Tick, tick, tick. Um, but he had this little image on his chest area and it it looks like a hummingbird and then someone's name. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, whatever, you know, I didn't really know what on earth that was about, but that could be anything. And it's actually very beautiful, but it's kind of like verges on the point of that. And then, of course, what we've been talking about more recently there, and I'll tell you why as we get around this but the hummingbird is so interesting because everyone will know that when they are doing any kind of scene or anything like that or even you walking through your own life you know you have an inner calling okay so there's going to be two ways that can go you can be listening to the spirit of god or the spirit of the antichrist you need to be really careful and this is where ideology comes in right you need to be careful of tipping that balance now the hummingbird signifies also messages. Um, that's what it looked like. And it was like, um, but it was pointing in to the person's name that he was married to, who is a director. So it's kind of almost like, I, funnily enough, saw it as them, the hummingbird being symbolic as directing them. But as in Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, but it was actually pointing into to the name of the person that he is married to. And again, I only found that out by like looking up. I'm like, what in God's name? Why am I been drawn to this? Why do I feel like there's some kind of like something here again? Because it's part of that um directorship. Now, who's my director? God's my director, and this is a this is a really important point here. So when we start to make it overly someone else it should yeah I mean it should always be God there can be other people that can help us direct and here I am doing that now, that's important to take that into account but we should always pray with whatever we're getting it as well to make sure that it's it's deeply anchored in um taking things forward in the way that makes sense between our mindset and God um but yeah I thought that was really interesting so the more that I looked into that the more I could see oh my gosh right he is actually like married <clears throat> and he got married apparently when he was roughly around about 18 everybody's gonna be like oh my gosh you're great yeah yeah <laughs> anyway investigator um we've got the horn we don't have the horns for nothing on there keep trying when there's something that's drawn to me for the purpose of spirit I'll do it it's always of good intent though that's the thing it's not like hunting in the old-fashioned sense of it in that way um so yeah I would never do this unless I'm absolutely called so found that out according to what's online and again you know what media is like it can be like 180 the completely wrong or the completely false way of things but according to media what it said was they get married when he was about 18 to 42 year old women and the woman was the director that he met on set and they just got on really well they get married in some um house or some place uh according to what's online and and that's been that ever since and they have their own family 
she had two children, I think, from a previous relationship, and they have two children together, according to what's online. And so that's going forward now. Why he's coming into my sphere? What's going on? I don't know, but maybe perhaps it's for the purpose of this and um, the ministering all of this to make sure that although there is that directorship between them, that they're also putting God first. That it's not like, for example, a hummingbird or some like species or wild out there kind of like um spirit, but it is anchored really honestly and purposefully, properly in God. Okay, but I thought that was beautiful with the hummingbird, though, in other ways. I mean, as a representative, really, really, very, very good. Very clever as well. It shows me just how clever the guy is beyond, you know, what he often represents. Again, another thing about um, film stars, crew members, it can be extremely close to genius. Um, but again, that, that verges, you know, there has to be that central point that is keeping them in the right way. For their own sanity, sanctity and uh, health and self-respect and the the well-being of their soul to their entire body as a human, I was going to say a humanity, as humanity, but as a human, you know, as a person in the flesh and in the spirit. So that's what I've got to say. There's been quite a lot there. Is there anything else I've got to say about other film stars? I'll see if anything else comes up. Yeah, it's vitally important to cleanse. Like if people are doing things for the purpose of helping in the ministry to portray certain characters or, or all the rest of it, it's vitally important to have like a good cleansing, like renewal routine as well in the spirit. Vitally important. That's what's coming to mind as well. Um, is it where the crawdads sing? That was coming to mind, the actress there. Um, so just having that kind of sense of... um cleansing of the spirit as well <clears throat> now let me see tom cruise is coming to mind uh, mm, mm-hmm. okay so this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Two Corinthians chapter four verse fifteen. <laughs> 